0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. If you're keeping track at home, this is episode number 205 overall, or it's season five, episode 11. My name is Britt. I'm Craig, and we are back, everybody, after a very weird week two DFS wise. I did not make any money <sighs>
1: unless you did in a, DFS. You did a five X booster, hmm?
0: unless <laughs> unless you were a beer in on Craig's couch Sunday morning. <laughs> When he said to me, "I'm throwing five bucks at a 10x. Help me make a lineup," and I was like, "Okay." And what did we finish? Second.
1: Second out of fifty.
0: Jesus Christ! What, I mean,
1: so you made money this week? <laughs> it was. I like boosters for
0: that reason. There, he likes know, boosters. I, I, say, do. I Boosters. Boosters are so close to tournament because of the low percentage. Mm-hmm. So we finished. So wait a minute. So it was the top ten cash. How many were in it? Uh, top. Top five cash. Top five cash out of how many? <laughs> fifty. So that's a ten percent chance of winning. Yes, that's a ten percent. You see, I don't like that. That's why I like 50 50s in cash game. Give me a forty to fifty percent chance to win. Now, I say that, and Craig won, and I didn't. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, you know what the funny thing is? I, I, I'm telling this story. I, I, I almost as we made that lineup when we when we press submit on that lineup, there was like one or two guys we weren't sure. On, I don't even remember who we used, but I. But after the game, like five minutes after the game started, I went. You know, that lineup could be fucking good. Maybe I should have thrown that in something on my end and just covered my, you know, and hedged scored, my bets.
1: It scored, I think, 175 points.
0: 175 points. That will put you above the pay line in most days. But anyway, we're going to recover in week three. Well, I'm going to recover in week three, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start where we always start.
1: Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight, because the last couple days, my allergies have sucked. So I'm going a little lighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the um, change of seasons. Today, I have a Downwinder by Athletic Brewing. Oh, nice. Athletic is, a, is so good. It really is. I mean, I know for a long a nice time, job. because of like things like <laughs> Like Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> like non- non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, um, had, had a terrible a really rep. Bad, It's terrible. But as, as, the stuff that Athletic does is, is phenomenal. And this is a goes. Sorry, I didn't mention that before. It's a Goza. Goza, I'm sorry. Yes, Goza. Goza,
0: which goza. I will never understand how that's pronounced that way. There's, but every, no, there's nothing every time. above the
1: E to say that you should pronounce it that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. And, and and I dare you to walk into a brewery and talk to a guy who knows his shit and use the word goes. They will <laughs> They will take off a glove and backslap you like they're challenging you to a duel <laughs> in France in the 1800s. Probably. Because <laughs> I, every time I've ever made that mistake, they're like, it's Goza. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Well... I'll tell you what I'm drinking, and you can cue the music, because I just cop- popped open a can of Rosemary's Baby.
1: Nice.
0: Because I realized the last couple, I, I had a couple beers last week, and I didn't have a Rosemary's. And the week before, I think the two weeks before that, I didn't drink at all. So I, I'm like, yeah, I got to have a Rosemary's on stream. It's I mean, that time. Give, Even
1: though it's horribly Craig's humid excused. out right now, it's, it's that time. Oh, my God. So two-second
0: story <clears throat> before we jump into stuff here. Yeah. My wife says tonight, let's make burgers. Okay, she's going to make a salad. She wants me to make burgers. She's like, we have grills outside of our apartment complex now. Little propane grills. They're fancy looking. One of them's already disgustingly dirty, and I think I figured out why, but that's a different story. She's like, why don't you go out and do the burgers on the grill? And I'm like, it's fucking humid, out. I don't want to go outside. (laughs) I I live in an air-conditioned apartment for a reason. She's like, oh, come on. It won't be that bad. All right. I take two steps outside the door, and the fucking skies open up. And it starts pouring and I just duck back underneath the overhang and I'm looking at the clouds and they're like swirling, like the kind of clouds you look for when you're worried about tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm looking at. But <laughs> around the edges of the clouds is blue skies. Weird. So I'm like, I'm going to stand here for like three minutes <laughs> and three minutes later, it was sunny out. And I walked over to the grill and I grilled my burgers and I came back upstairs, but my wife I come back upstairs. And I'm like, man, did you see that rain? She's like, what? And she looks out the window. She goes, "Why is the ground wet?" I'm like, "Because it fucking rained." <laughs> it's, that, it's, that, me... it's
1: that New England weather. It's you sent changes. me out to
0: you sent me out to grill in the rain, woman. But yeah, yeah. So the the grills are side by side. Whoever installed our grills is not the sharpest tool in the shed. The tank is against the left side of the fence, and there's two grills that run left to right from it. Mm-hmm. The one that's closest to the tank looks like it's been used like constantly for like the last month. It's like blackened already. It looks like it's been scraped clean a couple of times. The one on the right looks like it's been used maybe twice. I come to find out that it's one continuous line and it's got shutoff timers on it. So if you don't turn on the dirty grill, the clean grill doesn't get any, any propane. So everyone's been thinking the grill on the right doesn't work. And using this one grill and making it disgusting. I just turn both grills on at the same time and I'm fine. Oh,
1: they should probably let people know that.
0: <laughs> no, they shouldn't, because I figured it out and I want that grill to stay clean.
1: <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. The rest of the, the, the freaking
0: complex could use the dirty grill. But all right, story time's over. Let's get to burning hot takes. I'm going to give this week, unless you've okay. got two things you um, no, really want to talk about. Nope. Go all ahead. right, let's start with the one thing that's burning on me. <clears throat> all right, so I went to bed Sunday night and the Chiefs were up at halftime. I had to work Monday morning. I can't. I can't stay up. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning to find out the Chiefs had lost by one. I got into the shower, and my initial thought was, eh, I'd rather them lose early. I think part of the problem with the Chiefs last year was they got off to like a 10 or 11-0 start, and they just got complacent. They got really complacent. Mm -hmm. So I want them to take this early loss. Then I found out that the reason they lost was because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumbled for the first time in his pro career. Right. And I was just like, okay. And then I read that everyone was rallying around him and nobody was saying anything bad about it. Like, freaking Travis Kelsey went off on the media and was like, this is a team game. Every single one of us has accountability in that room. You're not going <clears> to <throat> pin this on him, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All that fun stuff. Right, right. By Monday afternoon, the backlash began in the fantasy community. And today, the New York Post posted an article titled Time to Bench Chiefs Clyde Edwards Hilaire in Fantasy Football. Conversely, a sneak peek at the metric reveals that Clyde Edwards Hilaire is only $4,800 oh on draft <laughs> Let me give you just a few names that makes him cheaper then. That makes him cheaper than Miles Gaskin. That makes him cheaper than Devin Singletary. That makes him cheaper, i we'll look down the list, <clears throat> than Antonio Gibson. That makes him cheaper... Than Mike Davis, he's three hundred dollars wow. cheaper than Mike Davis this week. He's cheaper than Tyson Williams. Okay, so my question to you after that prolonged intro,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: is it really time to fade or get rid of Clyde edwards I And take it, take it from the season-long and DFS perspective. Let's talk about season-long. <clears throat> if you've got Clyde on on your your roster right now, are you trying to move him? Are you benching him this week? You know, obviously um, roster dependent, but are you benching you know, him for, like, a it, Mike Williams?
1: I mean, like, Davis, you s- like you said, I would not bench him for... I wouldn't bench him for Williams. Um, Davis, I meant. Davis, yeah. Sorry. That's
0: frickin' Cinch's fault. I Cinch know. Cinch called him Mike Williams <laughs> once, and it's stuck <laughs> in the
1: back of our heads. That is all Cinch's fault. <laughs> it is. Go back and listen to it. It is his fault. He's um, cheaper
0: than Kareem Hunt, for God's sakes. <clears throat> Kareem Hunt is even the so starter. So from,
1: from a season-long... I don't think. I mean, unless, unless you're, unless someone is offering you some upstanding deal that you'd have other needs on your team, like I wouldn't, I'm not gonna drop him. If you're in no. dynasty, you're definitely not gonna drop him. Wait, mean, are in, you buying low on him? What if somebody low, sent you a low ball offer
0: because they they are panic and they want to get rid of him? I would, would you take consider them. trading for him.
1: Oh yeah, I would definitely. Yeah. I don't think this is, you know, the way the team reacted around him. I don't think this is going to affect him because listen everyone in the nfl fumbles at some point right mm-hmm. example like or either you know has a fumble or an interception like joe burrow threw three interceptions for the first time ever in his life mm-hmm. <laughs> he threw his first it was his first interception in like two years or since he started in the nfl rather so mm-hmm. i think this is just overreaction time uh, clearly, that headline for the for the paper is going to get clicks. Yeah, and then in DFS, like you really for forty eight hundred dollars? That uh, to me, that's a no brainer. Yeah, there's so, so much so upside. You're not fading him either. No, you're not no, fading
0: him no. either. Neither am I. Hey, listen to me right now. If you are in a league with me, if if any of the ACI alumni guy are listening to this, if any of the guys in Fantasy Football Factories Dynasty League are, are listening to this, I think I actually own him there. So th- those guys really can't help us any of the guys in our, our live league, any of the guys in uh, the fig Nuts league, if you're listening to this and you want to move Clyde Edwards Hilaire, my phone is on the standby for you. <laughs> like, like public television telethon version of standby. I have a dedicated operator sitting next to my phone who will take your offer for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I will absolutely buy him right now. I will buy him right now. The chiefs do not have depth at running back. No, they don't. They need him. Not only that, but everyone's like, oh, this is how Andy Reid running backs go. Great. Great. As a matter of fact, that guy, I, I, I closed it. I closed the, the freaking article. But he's like, he's like saying, say like, Deuce Staley and LaShawn McCoy. You know who those guys are? They have freaking jobs and they had great careers. That's who they are. Freaking half of them have titles because of, of Andy Reid. So I don't want to hear it. Um, The other thing people are forgetting is, he, do you know how many times he fumbled at LSU? How many? Once. once. Do you know how many touches he had when the, the fumble happened? How 487. many?
1: 487. That's I pretty damn good.
0: <laughs> 487. Well, he's only had like 210 in the in pro football. You, you seriously going to bitch at the guy because he had one fumble and 200 touches? Are, are you understanding <laughs> that's less than half a percent <laughs> of all touches?
1: Yeah, that's great. I mean, I could've... play... F- Clearly, it's disappointing because that's, sure you know, because it's a game. Right, exactly. But long term, no.
0: (laughs) It drives me absolutely nuts. It drives me absolutely nuts. I play Hearthstone. Some guys listen to this who know I play Hearthstone. They play with me. Hi to Trestis, by the way, uh, who's chatting with me on Tuesday night. If you've never checked out my stream, check out my stream on Twitch. It's Howard Moon BG, one word. But we talk football while we play. But if you've ever seen me play Hearthstone, you know I use a, a, a statistical app that tells me my chances of winning every round. Yep. It puts at the top of the screen, all right, we've run all the possible outcomes of this this match, and you're going to win X percent of time. If you put 99.5% at the top of the screen, I am not worried. So why <laughs> am I worried about a guy
1: who doesn't <clears throat> fumble 99.5% of the time? Exactly. No, that's, that's exactly it. I think it, it's just all overreaction. Do not
0: panic sell Hilaire. If you can get a decent offer for him, I'm not saying cling to him. If you're unhappy, go ahead and move him. But somebody, I think, I, I can't remember who said, it. somebody on XM said the other day, if you draft a guy and you think to yourself, man, I hope I don't have to start him, Oh man, I hope this doesn't happen, and it's not injury-related, don't draft him. If you're looking at Clyde Zidner Hilaire and going, man, I hope he doesn't fumble, draft somebody else. Don't put yourself in that position. And I I fear a lot of people are like, yep, Clyde, the best offense in the league. Here we go. Look, I think this week he is going to be monster. Monster this week. And we'll get to that when we get to the projections. What have you got for me?
1: Uh, So my question involves a quarterback Mm -hmm. on a new team. Okay. Uh, It's the team called the Indianapolis Colts. I was just going to say, are we talking about Carson Wentz? (laughs) We are. Carson Wentz... He as talented as he as he is as a quarterback
0: somehow he, found a way to sprain both his ankles. He so
1: he has a high sprain on one ankle yep. and a regular sprain on the other ankle. He How has, did you do that? I I don't know. At the same time, I don't I have no idea. With given his history of injury. Yeah. Should he and the Colts be concerned? Should Carson be like, you know what? This I don't know if my body can do football anymore. Or is he going to try to be I, I, like Ben and live through everything that he gets slammed with? He's 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 an
0: athlete. He's a guy who thinks he can recover from everything, and that's the curse of being a, an athlete for your like twenty years of your life. Is what happened in high school is not as easy to recover from in the pros, right? You know, because you're older. Trust me, take it from an old guy. <laughs> the aches and pains, I I could wake up. I, okay, listen. I went to the University of Connecticut. We party during basketball games, except the important ones. Like, if we were just playing Boston College on a Thursday night, there was drinking involved. I could have a couple of beers, couple meaning six, and roll out of bed at 7.30 and go to work or class the next morning. Tomorrow morning, I will have two beers tonight, and I guarantee you tomorrow morning I will be walking around here like the Walking Dead. Why? Because I'm old. They don't see it. Athletes don't see it. Should Carson Wentz consider stopping playing football? Probably. Will he? No. Should the Colts have thought about this? Uh, yeah. Like, the entire time they were talking about making a move for him.
1: Like, do you because think the, this is not Do you think the new. Colts have any plan? Like, they have Jacoby Brissett, but, like, do they have... Do you think they have There's a plan? There's no backup
0: plan. There's no backup
1: plan. Huh.
0: Frank Reich appears to be really good offensively. But he has no long-term plan, none. And you know what? That kind of makes sense because the guy spent his entire career is backing up Jim Kelly. His entire career was at any given moment, I might be a starter. And he was. So and he, why and he
1: beat the Oilers?
0: Yes. <laughs> and when so why would he approach quarterbacks as a permanent commodity?
1: You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. That. You know what? they you say that out loud. It makes sense. I'm just saying <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Let's bring in Philip Rivers. He may only play for one year. That's fine. We got a year out of him. <laughs> so Rivers comes in, and he retires. All right, who are we gonna get? Because Brissett ain't it? Well, we could go <laughs> get Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, but he he gets hurt all the time. But that's fine. We've still got Brissett. Bring him in. yeah. this you. is what they think.
1: Dude, you might be onto something.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just telling you. I think it's a mentality thing. I think Frank Reich looks at quarterbacks like quarterbacks like he looks at Kleenex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they should be disposable and effective. We'll just find one eventually. But you need to? There's a box yeah. full of them. <laughs> That's true.
0: There's a box full of them. I blow my nose and Carson Wentz, and then I throw it away and I get another one. Oh, oh look, there's think, another tissue in the back.
1: Do you bag. think there's a chance Cam Newton becomes a cult?
0: Yes! There is always <laughs> a chance! There is always a chance because this is how... F- this. I, and I don't know Frank Reich. Let me just say, I, I am I am speculating, obviously. This is how coaches like him look at quarterback. Franchise quarterbacks are nice for other guys. I have better things to do. <laughs> I am Frank Reich. I am an offensive genius. I played for years in this league without taking like more than 10 snaps in a season. I know what I'm doing here. He's basically been a coach his entire life. Because he held a clipboard for Jim Kelly forever. Mm-hmm. He has been a coach. He knows what he's doing in his own head. And in his head, I don't need a franchise quarterback because I know enough to coach up any guy that's got decent physical skills. And Wentz, when he's healthy, has decent physical skills. True. True. No, what do you think?
1: Yeah, no, you, you pointing out how <laughs> you pointing out the your Reich theory. That makes perfect sense to me.
0: That's just how it, I, it and does. I again. Do I I'm I'm not an insider. I'm not an insider. I don't know this. I've never talked to Frank Reich. It's not like, well, you know, I talked to Frank Reich yesterday. And you know what he told me? No, none of, that's, none of that's true. I'm just saying guys like him and the way he's approached quarterback the last two years at the Colts has been kind of like eh. not even next man up. <laughs> next man up is how guys like Bill Belichick, all right, I've got X, and if he gets hurt, I've got Y, and if he gets hurt, I've got Z, and then we'll see how practice goes, and I may swap them. That's how a guy like his approach. Frank Reich approaches it like, he's injury prone, huh? And I'll just cut him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that that makes sense, especially after Philip Rivers. Frank, like, Reich, Frank Reich
0: coaches like a guy who's gone to the casino with Monopoly money.
1: Hey, man, he's living off that Oilers win.
0: And it, it, ladies it. and
1: gentlemen, the Oilers are a real team. Look it up. I'm not making that up. The Houston
0: Oilers, they even had a song. <laughs> they did. And if you don't believe me, search the Houston Oilers song. They used to. I, I did not know this was a real thing until our friend, uh, our friend Eric, who is a uh, Houston Oilers <laughs> fan, um, actually made us listen to it one day. He had the CD. That's how far back that goes. <laughs> anyway, okay. Final question, and we're moving on because I am yeah. wasting a ton of time tonight. You know what? I got nothing better to do. I really just kind of want to chill out and talk football. So I don't care if we go along tonight. All right. We're in week two. We're through week two. Try that right. again. I'm still in my first beer, but I'm through week two. According to DK Nation, which is a a subsidiary of DraftKings, they cited USA Today's statistical analysis that says from 1990 to 2019, only 12% of teams that go 0-2 make the playoffs.
1: Oh, dear.
0: 12%. Now, keep in mind, that's that's the old playoff format, right? Right. Extra wild card and everything, but roughly... 12% of teams, as we know now, that go 0-2 make the playoffs. Okay. Let's talk about who's 0-2. I want you to tell me who's the most likely candidate to make the playoffs. Okay. The Giants are 0-2. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are 0-2. Mm-hmm. The Lions are 0-2. Mm-hmm. And the Falcons are 0-2. Do any of those names jump out at you before we go to the AFC?
1: Um, It's Giants,
0: mm -hmm. Vikings, Lions, (sighs) Lions.
1: Falcons Uh, out of those four teams right the out of those four the Vikings have the best chance the Vikings the Vikings have lost two
0: games by a combined four points
1: yeah they've been outscored
0: 61 (laughs) to 57 (laughs) they have more points scored than any team in the (laughs) NFC
1: North yeah and their own too so I mean the talents there they just have to work on their defense apparently okay so let's talk about the AFC okay the Jets, mm-hmm. the Colts, mm-hmm.
0: and the Jags.
1: Ew, God. I don't see any of those. Uh, do I have to pick one? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because no. actually
0: you 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 took the you took the Vikings, and that's where I was going with it. I think the Vikings could. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Vikings could do it. The now Vikings, here's the problem with the Vikings. Vikings. Could. Yeah. They've given up the third most <laughs> points in the NFC. That's the problem. At sixty one. Hmm. The teams behind them are the Lions and the Falcons. Shocking! the three worst teams in the NFC, in terms of points allowed, are 0-2. As opposed to the AFC, where the worst teams, the Ravens, at 68, are 1-1. They're tied with the Titans, at 68, who are 1-1. Do you know who the next worst team is? Who? The Kansas City Chiefs, at 65. Really? The three worst... So the three... Worst teams in terms of points against after two weeks in the NFC are all 0 and two. The three worst teams in the AFC are all one and one. <laughs> so again, that's the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Titans. What do those three teams have in common?
1: Um, crazy offenses. Yeah, I would say the I would say the Ravens and the Chiefs are a little more crazy than the Titans in general. Yeah. The Titans
0: have only put up 46 points. I mean, that's kind of shocking to me. The Texans have put up more points than the the freaking Titans. That's crazy. The Texans actually have a a positive point differential. They've outscored a point. It's 58 to 52. They're plus six. Really? Yes. The Titans are minus 22. They've been outscored (laughs) 68 to 46, and they're both one and one. (laughs) How does that? Yeah, I was. Yeah. No. The Chiefs are plus three. The Ravens are minus five. The fucking Browns are plus six.
1: <clears throat> the Browns almost lost that game. They they're came trying. back, but
0: they're trying so hard.
1: But now they I don't really know if, are. I don't even know if they're going to have receivers this week.
0: I don't know. All I know is I'm looking at the AFC West and this is we're we are in the upside down. <laughs> the Raiders and Broncos are both two and oh. Yep. And neither one of them is the best scoring team in a division. The Chiefs is the best scoring team in a division by a margin of at least nine.
1: Yep, and everyone in the AFC North is one and one.
0: East. No, the North. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, that division's terrible. <laughs> the Ravens have 63 points scored, the Browns have 60, the Steelers are one and one. At f- the Steelers are underwater. They are minus 2 in total points <laughs> and they're still one and one. The Bengals are a dead even. The Browns are plus 6 and the Ravens are minus 5. <laughs>
1: Terrible. Terrible. <laughs>
0: terrible. No, no, no. You got to go beyond terrible. Beyond terrible is Charles Barkley pronunciation, terrible. which is terrible.
1: <laughs> Absolutely All right, terrible. All All
0: right, so just to mix things up, this week, oh, crap, I just closed the schedule. <laughs> this week, I agreed. I agreed the next time we played America's Favorite Game that I would put myself under the microscope. That's right. So full disclosure, I was looking at the schedule yesterday, but I did not look at the over-unders. Okay. So we move on to America's Favorite Game. I'm going to open another beer because I think I'm going to need it for this. You might need so to for fix. those of you those of you who don't know, I get three strikes. Normally Craig plays this. Poor Craig has been tortured by this game. He loves it, but he's still tortured by it because he like, he's loses got like an 85% lose rate because it's not an easy game.
1: I'm always close. I always get it's like, like, like XCOM. 49 and a half. <laughs> it's
0: like playing XCOM, the board game. Like The, the win rate is like under 10%. <laughs> Like if that was real life, we would get conquered by aliens ten times over by now. At least. But anyway, Craig is gonna tell me how many games are over fifty in over-unders this week. In combi- yeah, over yeah, total is a fifty of over-unders. I'm gonna to try to identify them because there's a strong correlation between over-under and fantasy performance. Now, last week that was bullshit. <laughs> because Chargers Cowboys was a fifty-five. Yep. And at halftime when they rate it was like 1710, I was ready to throw my TV across the <laughs> stru- across the room. So, we're going to try the different the, this this week we're going to try me doing it, but here we go. All right. Uh by the way, I'm drinking my second beer is a Festival Express India Pale Ale. I think uh our friend Sean brought this from Foothills Brewing. Did you have this yes. already?
1: Um <clears throat> did I? No, I, think you I had don't. You something by Foothills last I week. I did, didn't but you? not th- not that one. I think he well, gave us different. He gave aisle. us different ones. Oh well, that's son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, Craig, you're looking at the over unders, right? <laughs> I am.
0: How many fifty plus do I
1: am um, I dealing with this week? Let me double check here. One, two, five. Ooh, that's a very
0: sharp IPA. I don't care for it. I'll drink it, but I don't care for it. <laughs> five. Five. And I got three strikes to get them all, right? You do, sir. All right, let's start with the obvious one, which is Chargers Chiefs.
1: Uh, that is correct. That is a 56 and a half. <laughs> I'm so gun shy though. After the
0: Cowboys and the charge. Okay. Listen, the chargers are not good. I don't know how many times I can tell you this. The chargers have a total of two players and their names are Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. And unless they're going out for pizza, Justin Herbert's mom has to pick him up by 30 and Keenan <laughs> Allen's going to the club with his friends. <laughs> well, what about Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler is one bad tackle away from done from the season. At all times, he's the Carson Wentz of running backs.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: In my opinion, that's my opinion.
1: Stop. So even, even for a even for a divisional game, you're still you're still unsure. Do, do, do you see the line on it? How many points
0: are the Chiefs giving? Because this game is in Kansas City.
1: Um,
0: I gotta think uh, about the presumptive total here and see if it sounds <clears> legit <throat> in my head.
1: I don't have that. Damn
0: it. Okay, it's, don't worry about it. All right. I'm going to guess it's probably around 10, maybe 15. So if it's 15, then uh, that would be 41, so roughly 20. Roughly they're talking about 35-20, give or take a point here. I don't mm-hmm. see the Chargers. Well, the Chiefs defense is so bad. And they're not bad. They just don't know what they're doing yet. I can see 35-20. I can see it. I can see 50 to 55 points this game. But I wouldn't touch any Chargers. I probably will... Downgrade every Chargers, and I—I I haven't even looked at the metric. I'm going to be honest; I haven't really looked at it. So, all right. So I got one. I need four more, and I've got all my mm. strikes. Panthers, Texans yeah. is a no. Bears, Browns, absolutely not. Cardinals, Jaguars is interesting. I'm going to go Cardinals, Jaguars just because Kyler Murray's off to a hot start, and it looks like Trevor Lawrence is figuring things out. So, guess number two is going to be Cardinals, Jags.
1: You are correct. It is 51 and a half.
0: Oh, that one's close. I That was a reach. That was a reach. All right. Uh, yeah, I would use Cardinals in that game. I would not use Jags. I don't care that it's in Florida. I don't care. Oh, but they're coming from the West Coast. That's <laughs> nice. I've gotten on planes from the West Coast, too. It happens. <laughs> Washington Bills, absolutely not. Colts, Titans, probably not. Saints, Patriots, no. Falcons, Giants, no. Bengals, Steelers, no. Ravens, Lions, probably not. Jet Broncos, no. Dolphins, Raiders, no. Bucks Rams. Oh, my God. Tell me that's a 60-plus.
1: Is that Bucks it? Rams is my
0: next guess. <laughs>
1: Your next guess is correct. It is 54-and-a-half.
0: Okay, listen. Take everybody on both sides of the ball there. <laughs> everybody. They're decent defenses. I'm not saying that. Matt Stafford? Is gonna is gonna spank them, I think. I, I I'm also a Brady hater, so I'm I'm be honest there. Okay, so I'm three for three. I
1: need two more. You need two more.
0: The next one is really tempting, and that's Seahawks Vikings. Uh, Vikings are putting up a ton of points. We just said they're probably the best 0-2 team. The Seahawks, it's in Minnesota. Seahawks are coming off a loss, they really need to win this. I'm going to say Seahawks-Vikings is my next guess.
1: And you are correct again. It is 55 and a half. So that's four for four. Mm Mm-hmm. And no strikes. I've got all three of my strikes, and I've
0: got one more, right? Correct. All right, there's two games on the schedule I haven't mentioned at all yet because I'm literally just going down the schedule and saying, yes, I want to guess this, no, I don't. The two games left on the schedule are Packers-Niners and Eagles-Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Either one of them could be right. I have all three of my strikes. I could just guess both you of these. You could, the only problem, theoretically. The only, problem, the only thing that could possibly go wrong is if it's not either one. <laughs> and then I'm going to go back to the beginning with one strike. <laughs> so which one is it more likely? I, I, I would have to say more likely. I'm going to go Packers Niners.
1: And you are incorrect for your first strike. It is 47 and a half.
0: Okay. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna follow my plan. Then I'm gonna go Eagles Cowboys is the other one.
1: <laughs> and that one, you are correct. It is fifty one and a half.
0: Yes. There you go, Britt
1: does it with one
0: strike. Now, to be fair, this was kind of an easy week. Bucks Rams <laughs> is a given, right? And Chargers Chiefs is a given. Yep. Uh, what are the other ones?
1: Uh, Seahawks Vikings Hawks, is probably Vikings. a given. I think the Cardinals hard...
0: Jaguars was the hard one.
1: Yeah, yeah, and possibly the Eagles and Cowboys only because, you know, it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. I just, I don't know
0: what to make. This is a big, this week is a big litmus test for Zach, Dak Prescott. If he can go out there and out-duel Jalen Hurts, I think I got to get on the train. And I think I get on the he's,
1: train. He's missing a receiver because I don't know if Cooper's going to play. Oh, is Cooper out? Uh, One of their, two of the receivers are hurt. I just don't know if they're going to play.
0: Michael Gallup's out. I know that. Michael Gallup
1: is definitely out. I think Cooper got hurt.
0: Let's let's do a quick search. We have the technology. Amari Cooper injury. Amari Cooper has bruised ribs. That makes it difficult to breathe. Oh, but (laughs) wait, 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 wait. Hmm? According to Bleacher Report, the Cowboys' Jerry Jones (laughs) is hopeful that he recovers before week three. And as we all know, Jerry Jones is akin to Jesus. <laughs> Jerry Jones flew in Mr. Miyagi on Jerry Jones's jet to come in and do the rubbed hand things like from the Karate Kid so yep. that Jerry Jones's Cowboys will have Amari Cooper on the yep. field in Jerry Jones' stadium.
1: Uh, you're not wrong. Uh, I just wish the Cowboys would uh, just give Pollard more of a chance. That's what I'm saying.
0: He's he's not cheap this week. Before he's we we're not. gonna get to the metric in a second. So again, because this is a, a, under the headline of why the hell am I not using Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Clyde Edwards Hilaire is forty eight hundred. Tony Pollard's fifty seven hundred.
1: Remember last year when Tony Pollard was forty eight hundred?
0: Do you remember last year when everyone handcuffed Tony Pollard because we all thought Zeke was gonna fall over? Yes. <laughs> he was coming off an injury and COVID. Yep. All right, let's get to the metric. All right. I'm babbling here. I'm on my second beer. Let's get to the metric. Okay. I have not looked at the numbers. I'm going to be honest. I ran the numbers today. I put in all our projections. I did not. I double-checked the math just to make sure the formers were there, and I closed it. So I'm looking at this fresh. Holy crap. Uh, okay. The metric has 24 quarterbacks <laughs> at value. <laughs> you didn't hear that wrong. 24. Headline by Justin Fields. I've got Justin Fields at 4X. Okay, I'm sorry. Craig, are you still with me? I'm still with you. You're just silent because you can't believe what I just said. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Justin Fields at 4X again at Cleveland. Yep. The second best is Matt Stafford, John Matthew Stafford. I've got him at 3.7X, 6,400. And I got Justin Herbert. <laughs> The Chiefs are so bad, but I just, listen, <laughs> listen, you can run all day on the Chiefs, but you can't throw on them nonstop. There's this guy we have, his name is Tyrion Matthew. He used to be called the honey badger. He had two picks last week. The dude is just like this bizarre lurking phenomenon.
1: Was he a safety? I would not touch tuss- a safety, right?
0: He's just technically a safety. Yeah. He's technically a safety. But he has a nose for the ball like I've never seen. Like he is, you know what? You know what he is. Oh god, what was his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. The guy from the Ravens, Ed Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Yep. He is a he is a poor man's modern day Ed Reed. Remember how Ed Reed just always see, even if Ed Reed didn't get a pick, Ed Reed
1: always seemed to be somewhere near where the ball was thrown. Yeah, he was always within the vicinity of said ball. <laughs>
0: like, like the ball would snap, and he would see receivers change route, and he would run clear across the field because he could sniff out a route. Mm-hmm. Matthew's the same way. So I'm not going to touch Herbert. I'm not going to touch Herbert. I think I think I'm going to go heavy on Matt Stafford this week at 6400.
1: That is not bad. That's actually where. What do you where, think? That's actually where I was looking to was was Stafford. He Again, looks so good because he's 64. He looks like. He looks like a brand new quarterback,
0: and he's got to throw against Tampa. And, and I am he has not to throw against Tampa. I am, despite their early season performance, I am not as scared of the Tampa secondary as I am of Tyrion Matthew.
1: No, that's fair. And then you know, unless you, I really don't know that many people that do pay way up on quarterback. But Kyler Murray against Jacksonville is not a bad idea. But he is, I think he's the most expensive quarterback this week. He's my chalk this week. And he's my chalk. He's the most expensive quarterback, and he's my
0: top-rated quarterback in terms of points. He's going to score you 27 points, but he's going to cost you 8.3. That's a lot. Mahomes, <laughs> I am for 27 points. He's going to cost you 8.2. I
1: I just don't... Yeah, I mean, I, then if you, you can do that, but then, you know, you're like we did before. You're using Tyler Croft as your tight end.
0: That's it. <laughs> that's it. So, so unless you find... You know, because, listen, Kyler Murray... And I haven't looked at again. I haven't looked at these yet. I got to go to the wide receiver. But I use Kyler Murray versus Rondale Moore. Every pool I used that combo in last week cashed.
1: Cash because yeah, Rondale Moore week. was
0: dirt cheap, and he was and he, dirt cheap. Yep. So, all right. So we're we're going to be all in on Stafford. Let's go to running backs. Well, look at that. The the metric has two guys over three X, and they are the two most expensive expensive guys on the list. Of course, they are. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, the metric says, is going to have a big day against Houston. Not shocking. And Derrick Henry is going to have a big day against Indianapolis. But look who's third on the list just under 3K. It's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. So I think I'm going to use that combo. I think I'm going to use Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I'm going to use the money I save to pay up for either Henry or McCaffrey based on how much I can use.
1: No, that makes. I mean, because you really can only go. You can't go too much chalk, or then you'll have no money. But no, that makes um, that makes sense. And I do. I can't believe how cheap Hilaire is this week. I think I'm. Yeah. I think I'm stunned with that. Uh, that's forty hundred dollars. That leaves you so much, like spending room. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: <clears throat> All right. I'm sorry. I'm getting emails from work, and I'm trying not to distract myself. Sorry. Uh-oh. Okay. I wonder, and I, I actually picked up my phone because th- I'm like, maybe we'll do this on the fly. We're not allowed to do lineups on the fly, guys. DraftKings will come for you. They're they, they, they they're well, like we can, the mafia.
1: We, can, we know. We can say quarterback, running back, running back, and then here's That's 12 it. receivers you could use.
0: <laughs> That's it. I mean, th- famously, uh, there was a show on SiriusXM who was like, here's our lineups. And DraftKings sent them a cease and desist. So they said, all right, well, we'll do everything but a defense. And they sent them a cease and desist. (laughs) And they said, okay, we'll do everything but flex in defense. And they sent them a cease and desist. (laughs) And finally, the lawyers were like, well, how much before you stop bothering us? And they were like, you can do up to four players. And they're like, that's like half a lineup. And they were like, yeah. Okay. So I would would love to find a way to use McCaffrey and Henry. Would love McCaffrey, Uh. Henry, Hilaire would be, like, gorgeous if I could find a way.
1: You could probably do it. It's not easy, though.
0: So let's talk about wide receiver, because if you're going to go that route, you've got to save a ton of money at wide receiver. And there is some value here. And, oh, my God, I don't want any of these Who are
1: these people?
0: (laughs) I don't like any of these. Okay, first off, let's talk about the top name on the list. I've got Quintez Cephas for 13 points. I don't know why my algorithm thinks he's going to score 13 points, but they do. And he's only 3,900. I've got him for four catches for 58 yards and a possibility of a touchdown.
1: Uh, The guy's got a great name. It's an amazing name, and it's possible he can get a touchdown. The
0: other guys over 3X are Gabriel Davis, Gabe Davis in Buffalo. Not strong there. Darnell Mooney, I've got over 13 points. I like Darnell Mooney this week. K.J. Osborne in Minnesota, no. No, there is. Uh, did somebody get hurt and I missed it?
1: And why, no, why he, are we talking about KJ Osborne? He he just caught it, he caught a touchdown last week.
0: Whoopty freaking do so. Did Byron Pringle, and he's not on the list. <laughs> Lavisca Chenault. Okay, Chenault's been quiet, but I do think he's going to improve. And our last name is Jalen Waddle. I, I do like, I do like Jalen Waddle, he's only 4,600. So, <sighs> what I'm hearing in my own head is i got to use one or two of these guys if I want to go heavy on running backs. So now I'm thinking to myself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a lineup where I go all running back and probably use Cephas, Davis, and Mooney to save cash or maybe even Cephas, Davis, and Osborne so I can afford the running backs. But in general, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. All it takes is one Christian McCaffrey injury or Derrick Henry injury, and then the whole thing goes to shit.
1: Pretty yeah, much. I, I so do you, like save, any do of you th- save your chalk for receiver then?
0: I might. I might. Who's chalk at receiver? DK Metcalf uh, at 19 Cooper, points, but he's 7,300.
1: Cooper Cup is 6,800.
0: I'm not going to Cooper Cup. Devontae Adams is 8,300 at 19 points. Stefan Diggs is 7,600. Oh, this isn't good. Tyreek Hill. I'm not touching Tyreek Hill.
1: No. You know not what I doing like it. this week? Uh, yeah, please save me. Due here. due to injury in, in Detroit, because Detroit's secondary is is brittle. Uh, they're on like their third cornerback already it is Marquez Brown. Hollywood. Hollywood. He's 56. I got him at 2.7. So I, that's my thing, though. It's he's he's very close to X. But like I said, Detroit secondary is very broken. So and, and so there's he's a chance upper middle. There's a he's chance. upper middle
0: price wise. That's that's not bad.
1: There's a chance. And I know, I know Lamar runs a lot. You know, he almost hurt himself on that touchdown flip he did. Stop, stop it. Stop <laughs> doing stupid shit.
0: <laughs> you know, I kind of like Chenault. If I got to pick one of the value plays, it's Chenault at 4,400. I'm not really loving any of these.
1: Not, not this week. Last week, I really did like receiver. This week, I'm just kind of, eh. I mean, because if week, you, if it, you look at like, like, Calvin, Calvin Ridley, is playing the Giants, but he's like 7,000.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like this week they really shifted. They said, "Listen, you want a Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey? Here's what's going to cost you." By the way, we upped receivers across the board, so freaking deal with it. All right, let's look at tight end because we got to hope there was some value at tight end. Ooh, there is. <laughs> TJ Hawkins is only 5200, and I've got him pegged for 17 points in a game that's probably going to be high score. Hawkins is the only guy there who knows how to catch the ball. Okay, so wait a minute. Hawkinson and Cephas both at the value mark. Let's backtrack to quarterback. Where is Goff? Oh, we've got Goff at the fourth best value. We didn't talk about him.
1: Is he? Oh, right, he the, is.
0: Eighteen points at 5,200.
1: 5, Ooh. Oh, that could be an interesting stack. I feel Do like Do we dare I mean I feel like they're I feel like they're gonna have to throw a lot in that game. Which is why you would stack <laughs> Cephas
0: and Hawkinson with them. But do you stack them both or do you just stack one? And if you do, which one do you do? Hmm, I think I would lean towards Hawkinson. Me too. A Hawkinson-Golf stack is very intriguing. I wonder if that would save me enough money to use the two running backs.
1: It might. But then you'll have to use Tyler Croft in a flex. <laughs> or
0: Dan Arnold, who's only 3,000. Who the that hell is Dan for nine Arnold? Points. He's a tight end for the Carolina Panthers. Really? Oh. The Dude catches the Dude catches three passes a game but one of them is almost always for a touchdown. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's Cole commits on this list too. I'm not big on Cole commit this week.
1: So Hawkinson Hawkinson's
0: feels like a must start to me. At 5200, he feels like a must start.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going down the rest of the list and I don't feel like anyone's a must. Yeah, a must start. Yeah. I mean, maybe Tanyan in San is playing San Francisco, possibly. Tanyan
0: but. is gonna. I I have I drafted Tanyan pretty liberally, excuse me, in season long, and I stand by it. That guy is going to continue to produce. Rogers appears to be looking for him.
1: I like they what I a, saw. Out of the they Packers had a great game weekend, by the way the other day, other night.
0: Yeah, I like what I saw out of the Packers the other night. My only issue with the Packers, is they run the ball too much, in my opinion. And that's because I don't have any shares of Aaron Jones, but I have a ton of shares of Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and a ton of shares of uh, John T- uh, Tanya. So, all right. All right, let's move on to defenses really quick. Uh, the metric Start doesn't one. like anyone for defense. <laughs> yeah. The top-rated one is Jacksonville. I don't see how that's possible. Arizona's going to put up 60 points on them. The number two is Washington at Buffalo. We haven't talked about Jared Allen. Jared Allen is struggling to start the year. Josh Allen. <sighs> oh, did I say Jared? You did. All right. I'm 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 halfway through my second beer, so. <laughs> Josh Allen, stats, not good. 179 yards against the try. Uh, 179 of two touches and an interception, a passer rating of 75 oh, sad. this week. Week one, 270 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, a passer rating of 79... For a season of fifty six percent completion, four hundred and forty-nine total yards, three touchdowns and an interception, seventy seven point nine rating. Not great.
1: This is not what people drafted him for. A fifty six percent completion rate? No. No. And then actually if you look at the next the next defense down is Tennessee. Is Tennessee playing the Colts? And the Colts offense doesn't look spectacular.
0: And they do throw the ball over the, the
1: interceptions. I've got, I'm
0: predicting a 75% chance of one interception. And I think that's probably being, cons- that's probably being conservative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably put two turnovers in that game.
1: Oh, I would not touch the Chargers defense playing the Chiefs. No, but Washington at 2,600 and the Titans at
0: 2,400 is completely usable. I think. All right, so, so let's wrap this up in a, in a nice, nice bow because we've kind of gone a couple of different ways with it. What's your strategy lineup-wise this week in terms of value? Like, based on the information we've just discussed, how are you approaching a lineup?
1: Um, it, so my biggest concern this week is receiver. Right. So I may, me personally, I may lean towards mid or upper tier receivers because the value ones kind of scare me. <laughs> so you kind of start there, right? So I, should, for me, I'm gonna you? start there. Uh but I, I do agree. I do like the combination we said before between um uh what's his name? Hawkinson and um Goff. Goff. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna probably my first lineup, my very
0: first lineup, I'm gonna lock in Hawkinson and Goff. Then I'm gonna go down the value list and pick two wide receivers I absolutely trust. As and if I get ten down and I'm in chalk, so be it. But I'm going to do my receivers first, and then I'm going to look and see where I'm at. Because I think that the value this week, I think Golf and the Golf hawkinson combo could produce enough value for me to get at least one of the chalk. So I'm thinking in my mind, I'm not unhappy if I've got Golf, Clyde, one of the chalk guys, two or three decent wideouts, Hawkinson, and then see where I'm at with flex and defense. I'm not upset with that. No, but I don't know what work. those guys that are going to be. Work. I got I think you're right, though. It's really about the wide receivers this week. Who do I trust to come through? Well, that guy's only 4,200, but do I trust him?
1: Yeah, is he only going to get two receptions? <laughs>
0: That's it. Is he going to be two for 22 and give me 4.2 points, which is 1x? I need to have somebody I can trust is going to get over the 3x line. If you think Quintes Cephas is going to get over the 3x line, by all means, go get him. But I just, I'm not confident he, this last week. He was re he caught like two passes in the first quarter. And then he probably went out to get a sandwich. Cause I don't remember <laughs> hearing his name again.
1: Yeah. And they're playing, you know, Baltimore's for some reason, all these, these, my fantasy apps are telling me to, to bench um, Baltimore's defense, but uh, they're still, well, they couldn't stop the
0: chiefs. They couldn't they stop, couldn't the, stop the, chiefs. the run except for that one strip. They couldn't stop the run. And I, I think Detroit is going to be throwing the ball all over the goddamn field. Even when DeAndre yeah. Swift touches it, it's going to be because he's, Oh my God. I don't know, hope that didn't come through my window. Security just decided to announce it. Starting a check.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't hear it. You're good. I right, good because all of a
0: sudden <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, don't pick up on the recording. So yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think I don't trust. I don't think the Baltimore defense is worth consideration or even, even a, yeah, I've got them. I've, well, I've got them at seven points, but they're also 3,600. So yeah, at they're that one point, of the more expensive not worth, defenses. Not worth using. I'm not, I am not worried about the Rams against Tampa. Let me just say this again. I am not worried about Matt Stafford against the Tampa defense. I'm not. I know I, I've got them at seven points. I've got them for three sacks and at least one turnover. I don't think it's going to be that bad i think my my metric is is overestimating that personally but you know what i hate to say it but we're gonna wrap up sad Craig.
1: final thoughts sad
0: uh yeah. so my final thoughts are
1: and outside of my window there's a amazon truck backing up um hopefully it's for you <laughs> uh my final thoughts are you know if you had a good week last week, you know, just go into this week light. Don't be like, oh my God, let me bet all of my winnings from last week on one tournament because that's not going to work. So just stick keep on stick to your budget. Keep on doing what you were doing and you'll be good.
0: Stick to your budget. My final thought is just we're entering football season for me, and I think I can speak for Craig on this, is one of our favorite times of the year. But not everybody feels that way. And those who know me well, if, you, if you've if you been on my stream, if you've talked to me in real life, you know mental health is a big part of who I am, and it's a, it's a concern. I have missed episodes of this podcast because of my struggles with mental health and my anxiety. Um, thank you to those who filled in for me. But right now, there is a huge push, and there's a conversation about mental health in the NFL. Hayden Hurst came out this week. I mean, he's had a family foundation for a while now that works on youth mental health. All I'm going to say, my final thought this week is as we get into the winter months where we know things like suicide rates increase. And nobody wants to talk about this at the end of a fun podcast, right? I'm sorry to be bringing the mood down a notch. I'm Captain Buzzkill over here. But as we get into the winter months where it's a little bit more prevalent, please pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention to how your family's feeling. Be supportive. There's resources out there. Seasonal depression and things that like happen during the winter are real. And now that we're getting into the fall, sun's going down earlier. The, the sun lovers out there, first off, sun lovers, I don't understand you. I, I will never <laughs> understand you. But if you're a sun lover, now's not your best time of year. Take care of yourself. Reach out if you need something. And and use the stuff that's out there. And I applaud guys like Hayden Hurst who are talking about these things and bringing it out. He put out a new video this week about how important it is for folks to address their mental health. Take care of yourselves, guys. The winter months can suck. They could suck so please take care of yourselves take your mental health seriously that's that's my final thought for this week
1: yeah that's then that is a outstanding one actually well thank
0: you because it's beer fueled at this point I'm two in <laughs> this festival beer eh
1: no eh all right we'll go we'll go get you some double ruffled for next week
0: oh god <laughs> banned <laughs> band actually I I need to have a talk with you off air I probably shouldn't even say this right now but there's uh there's a chance of an arboreal residence making an appearance <laughs> this week. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, hmm. Okay. Hmm. We'll talk about that off air. But you All know, right. what we don't need. You know, what we talk about on air. Leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Leave us a review. We're on so many platforms. I'm gonna stop trying to list them. Wherever you're <laughs> listening to us right now, there's a place where you can click a button and leave us a review. Do it. Good, bad, indifferent. Um, feedback. Fignuts DFS on Twitter, the Football Fig Nuts Podcast on uh, Facebook. Email us. We are fignuts DFS at gmail.com. Send us questions. Send us feedback. Send us all that stuff. Hell, I podcast I podcast. I cast on Twitch twice a week on Thursdays and Saturdays. Howard Moon BG. One of our friends popped in this week and was like, hey man, your audio wasn't great this week, which I know sets Craig off. Craig wants to throw his cat across the room when he hears that, but it wasn't his fault, it was mine. <laughs> It was Mike's fault. It was my fault there, so it's not his fault. We still want to hear those kinds of things because we want to bring you guys great information and in a great format. So please, reach out to us. Leave us feedback. Leave us reviews. We really appreciate all of it. So we'll be back next week. Go have a week profitable and winning week three. And I don't know what else to say other than, uh, I guess, we'll talk to you next week. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast
1: tight <laughs> up